Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. right ladies and gentlemen it's commissioner cooper and it's time for tss fantasy oh hell yeah (laughs) not as exciting as the jester but i will take it nonetheless thank you very much exciting show tonight because guess what folks it's time for some football all the bs prior the percents to the benches all the fun stuff we doing before It's all said and done. It's time to get serious business football time. So let's start with our introductions. Let's welcome to the studio, Ned. You got, (laughs) I called you Ned R. Nick, you got Flandered Macaronis. Old habits die hard, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Hey, yes, it is Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis, and you can find me on Twitter at you got Flandered. Indeed, we're missing the jester and the juice tonight. They're getting primed up for our big show um, that'll be on Friday, which will be uh, focused. I think we'll be playing that more on Saturday. That'll be more in our ranking stuff. So they're getting focused on that. So if you're listening to us today, it's Thursday. This is the last day, and I say the last day, that you can sign up for our contest. So... Let's go over them one more time, just so you, if in case you haven't, for, if you've forgotten, we have the Commissioner Cooper's Top 10 Running Back Challenge. So send us your top 10 running backs um, before, again, before the start of kickoff tonight, and um, it'll be half PPR scoring. The person with the top 10 running back with and points will get two tickets to see the Miami Dolphins and New York Jets with the TSS crew. And remember, you can also join my contest, the premier contest 
This is the ultimate fantasy lineup presented by Vision Coaching and Counseling Co Consulting Ultimate Team Challenge. There's no drops. There's no ads. This is real man football. Real man football. All you got to do is just send in your best lineup. Quarterbacks, receivers, running backs. And if you score the most points, half PPR rules, you win $300. But as always, remember, if you're from Miami and you can prove that you're from Miami and you win, you get the 305. 305. Ooh, wee. Ooh, wee. I love that. I love the 305 one. That's the best. All right. Also, we have the Jester's Survivor Pool. It's a survivor pool. It's self explanatory. $301. Listen, I mean, let me just say this. They are free contests. What the hell are you doing? Just put an entry in. You could win some money. What's the big deal? Get in today. Hurry your ass up. TSSFantasy.com. Nick, we got one more. What, tell them about the other one. Oh, if you if you think you're good and you think you can pick pick games like like Vegas Sharks, you need to jump in the pool with OJ the Juice. Okay, you need to jump in the pool and have his pick 'em pool. Best best score, best most points win, most wins win. <laughs> I jacked Nick, up. I apologize. Nick was not ready for the juice, and I, I hope he's listening tonight because now, <laughs> so next week or sorry, on Friday he's going to bring it. Hopefully, so now, now there's no no doubt that Greg is going to bring it on Friday for sure. Greg, I, All right, I deeply apologize. I, I, w- I was put on the spot, and um, <laughs> I didn't do. Yeah, anything. it's guys. It's really hard to talk about a. Uh, pick them pool contest all right so we're gonna move on now and talk about some headlines that happened today um in the news today or it wasn't not today i believe it was yesterday the day before how about latavius murray getting dropped by the saints and listen not a big you know guy in fantasy but he's one of those guys that you store on your roster and if you just occasionally get a happen to have somebody you need to play on a bye week he comes through every now and again had his best season actually last year um, and basically was told, hey, um, you know, you, do you want to take a pay cut? He said no, and they let him go right before the season. I mean, wow, what a crazy NFL world it is. Nick, what do you, what's your comments on that, and where do you think uh, the best landing spot would be for Latavius? Well, uh, yeah, you, you said it last year, okay, before I get in, into the contract. Uh, he had – last year he had like, like – 600 yards, okay, on uh, 400 some gar- some carries. He's a quality, solid backup, okay? Yeah, last year he had 656 yards, four, four TDs. He's a quality, solid backup to, to have in your line- lineup. Uh, not to get too much into it, but what happened, What from my understanding is the Saints were up against it with the cap. So they asked him um, – we take a pay cut. I don't know if they asked him to restructure, but I don't know about you, but if my boss ever comes to me and says, hey, we're up against it, can you do the same job for the same amount of money? And especially that job, uh, no. So, you know, he had a right to say no, and they had a right to say see you later. So uh, it's what he wanted to do. Did he – I mean, he's putting his body through a lot. One, one play could end it all. So he has every right to say no, and he will be, and he'll for sure 
find a landing spot somewhere. Uh, I think Jason asked me earlier, I think some spots where it could end up Atlanta, their running back situation is not good. Uh, he could also end up in uh, LA at, at the chargers. Their landing, their spot is not good. And for that matter, neither is the Rams. So I think those would be the top three landing spots for him. And uh, they just, um, the Ravens uh, as well, they need they need help. But we're going to get into that a little bit uh, later on in the next segment. But uh, I think those would be the, the, the top spots. And who knows, maybe um, Minnesota might come calling again. And maybe San Francisco. It's um, interesting because, of course, the first place that everyone goes to would be um, the Ravens. Like, that's the first, you know, obviously with the injury situation. It's interesting to hear you say, though, Atlanta. And the the reason I say that is, doesn't it always seem like when guys get kind of burned sometimes, they're like, hmm, how can I stick it back to them? Let me go to the division rival. So, actually, that's really interesting you said that. We might see Latavius in Atlanta now that you brought that up. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd actually like to see that, not not for nothing. So, Well, also, don't forget, too, they got Mike Davis as their starter, and Mike Davis isn't proven. And then they got right. Cordell Patterson. He's not proven. He's been in the league, I think, seven or eight years. So, he's more of a receiver out of the backfield. What would Matt Ryan want better than to hand it off to a guy who is dependable. He's available 99% of the time and he can catch it out of the backfield. I think Atlanta might be a prime spot for him. I like that. You heard it here first. All right. Um, Also in the news, how about Le'Veon Bell signing? Um, I know that I've seen in, in particular our league, someone kind of jumped on that already. Um, but I, you know, he was signed to their practice squad, so that that I found interesting. Um, you know, he wasn't signed to the team fully. Is he in the best shape? Maybe not. Um, so there could be, you know, there's some interesting things with Le'Veon Bell. Of course, if it's early, you know, you might want to take a flyer on him if there's a guy you didn't really care about. But I will just say, we might, you know, get into this a little later. You know, we've gotten a lot of emails and stuff about trades and things. You just drafted your team. Relax. The season hasn't even begun yet. So, folks, I'm going to tell you that right off the jump. Um, you know, the season hasn't, unless you have an injury that happened, relax. Everything's going to be all right. Let's let it Let's let it play out. All right. So, let me, I'll get on that rant later. What are your thoughts on Le'Veon Bell signing? Are you, uh, is somebody you want to take a flyer on? Uh, no. I think at this point, Le'Veon Bell is, is just a name at this point. Um He's a sexy name. That's um, ooh, we we got Le, we got Le'Veon Bell. Well, Kansas City had Le'Veon Bell, and that didn't right. work out too well. Um, the reason why I believe, like you said, to to the point is, he got signed to the practice squad. He's he's a late flyer. He's late in his career. He may be a little out of shape. He doesn't know the playbook, and they did the same thing to him as they did to Des Bryant. And not for nothing, I thought Des Bryant played pretty well last year. Uh, sure. given his age and the spot that's in the spots that he was put in. So this is a wait and see. Now, as far as you guys, you know, in the draft, you want to jump on that. I get it. I mean, everyone, I think I did it last year with um, the, uh, the guy who was always suspended and picked up. Uh, by Josh uh, Gordon. Seattle. Josh, Josh Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, you could burn, but you don't do like a third or fourth round pick on him. Like, Ooh, I'm going to steal him. No, <laughs> you take him at like your last pick. 
But right. um, with with this backfield, he could play within by week three. You never know. Yeah, that's very true. Um, and, you know, again, you know, we talked about a pass catching back. That's what he does, too. Um, so it could be interesting, could could be a good fit. Um, you know, again, but if Latavius Murray ends up showing up, I mean, it might end up just dropping him at that point. And, and I think also a fair point, something you brought up about him um, with the Chiefs. Andy Reid was a big champion of Le'Veon Bell and still really didn't get much out of him. So I think that's very telling also. Um, let's also talk about um, – we're going to talk about this a little more tomorrow with Dr. Miller um, or on the next show, but um, Austin Eckler did not participate in practice today um, with a hamstring injury. So, um, you know, that could spell trouble. And, you know, if you heard me in the offseason, I am not high on Eckler, and that is exactly why right there. Um, so just a heads up for those Eckler, um, owners. And if you're not, um, aware yet, so I just want to make everyone aware of that. Nick, any thoughts on Eckler's, uh, injury status? I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised it's, it's a little this early. Right. Um, tell you, Eckler, Eckler's to me is only valuable in PPR. That's it. Because he gets maybe, uh, 300 yards rushing the season and then all he gets all his points on receptions and then yards after the catch. Uh, but no, I am not surprised. And that's why I said Latavius Murray would be an excellent addition in, in LA because Justin Jackson is on the fringe and then Josh Kelly is Josh Kelly. So you know what you're going to get with him. So that's why he's got five viable options he can go to. And if I were, and if I were him, I'd much rather play in LA than in Baltimore. Because the weather is a lot nicer and the girls are a lot hotter. I'll tell you that. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, all right. Say now it is. <laughs> um, yeah, and I actually in and not. I think just the better offense in general. Um, so right. yeah, I think that would be the better fit for him. And yeah, he would definitely. I think would have a decent season. Um, and also in the news, Carson Wentz for those Colts fans um, or anyone has anyone on the Colts looks like he's going to be a full go. Uh, believe it or not. Um, I wanted to get your take on something real quick for we're going to head to break right after this, but something real quick. I heard the Nick or uh, excuse me, the Nick, the Eagles ownership say um, today about uh, Jalen Hurts and uh, drafting. He was talking about, you know, picking the, the Hurts pick and he he made a comment about Wentz. Um, and I, I apologize if, I, if I'm misquoting, uh, but it was something to the effect of that we had uh, so many uh, playoff games, I think it was four, uh, uh, during Carson Wentz's time, and we needed a backup for every one of them. That was his comment. So I was like kind of a dig at Carson, I thought, uh, but also kind of backing up the Jalen uh, stuff. So I just want to get your quick thoughts on that. Yeah, you know, as you were explaining, as as you were informing out our listeners, I'm looking up on uh, bleeding, bleedinggreennation.com, and yeah, Howie, Howie's reaching. He's just trying to justify himself. I think, uh, personally, I still think Howie should have been gone, and Doug Peterson should still be there, especially when um, when Jeffrey Lurie goes. Uh, well, did Doug Peterson deserve to get fired? No, but I did it anyway. Well, that just tells tells you you're you're not very smart. Okay, you're just you're getting a little real cocky. Uh, but Howie. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. 
It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, you know, how he screwed things up big time. So I just think he's just trying to bag on Carson and it's just sour grapes at this point. It's kind of like, you know, whenever you break up with somebody and you say, oh, well, you know, she, was that, she wasn't that good anyway. Right. She was that, he, Carson apparently wasn't that good in bed. So I just, right. just, just so everyone knows. All right. We're going to head to. She's still living rent, rent free in your head. <laughs> apparently. Apparently still got some wounds there. All right. Let's go to a quick break. Last time we're promoting our damn contest. Hey, football fans, it's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. We are the fantasy show of the people. As such, we want to take two of our listeners to see the Miami Dolphins play the New York Jets in Week 15 with us. All you have to do is visit tssfantasy.com and enter it to Commissioner Cooper's Top 10 Running Back Challenge. Send us who your Top 10 Running Backs will be by the start of the season, and the person with the most points will win. It's simple and free. You can listen to us anywhere you podcast and unhedge radio at 8 a.m. TSS Fantasy, the fantasy show of the people. All right, so it's Thursday night football, ladies and gentlemen. It is finally here. Hallelujah. I hope everyone's as excited as I am. We have a pretty good matchup indeed. I mean, I know I, I read an article earlier today. It was actually from somebody from Belly Up, our uh, podcast network. Um, and it was some, it was to the effect that this wasn't a good game to start with. And I have to actually totally disagree. I think you have, you obviously have the champs come in. I think they're rolling. And you have a team last year in the Cowboys that, you know, uh, uh, despite a, um, or excuse me, if not a Dak Prescott injury, uh, very well could have been in the NFC Championship and therefore the Super Bowl, not for nothing. So I do like this game. And it's very, they've got a lot of interesting matchups, and especially for fantasy. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to dive into that. Let's talk about, first, um, let me just get a quick from you, just real quick. I don't need analysis on the game, but let's just get, who do you think wins it? Oh, Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay wins by nine. Yeah, I actually think so, too, about the same. I think it'll be kind of back and forth for a little bit, and then I think you'll see Tampa you know, kind of assert its, itself uh, towards the end, the end of the game. And I think the big difference, though, and now we're going to get into the fantasy part of it, is the Cowboys' defense. And, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, they were bad last year. They did some stuff in the offseason and improve it. But what I've seen in the preseason thus far, they look like the same old Cowboys. Now, it might take some time, of course, to people to gel and things like that. But it doesn't look good. When Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars in the last preseason game are making you look silly, I think you've got issues on defense. And not that Trevor Lawrence isn't going to be bad, but he just he looked like, you know, not Dan Marino for all purposes and purposes. Right, so, exactly. Right. So, um, you know, that that to me was interesting. 
Um, in this game itself, let's just talk about the matchups. Um, let's go with the Buccaneers because we're starting with them. Um, I'm going to just give you my quick what I think. I think for Brady, I think uh, for a uh, his night, we're going to be looking at about 350 yards and about three TDs, um, maybe a pick, possibly, but I just don't see the happening with the Cowboys defense. So three or four touchdowns it could be, but I would say around 354 yards and three TDs. I think that's about what you're going to get a big night for Brady against that Cowboys defense. Nick, what's your thoughts on Brady? Where do you think he's going to be at? Oh, I think, oh, I think Brady's going to be jacked up for this game. It's a, it's it's the first game back post Super Bowl. Uh, he could be entering quite possibly could be his his last year. Uh, he he's gonna ball out. Um, now for me personally, because I have Brady and Mike Evans on my team, I would love it if uh, he did go for three fifty, <laughs> three touchdowns, all to Mike Evans, and uh, <laughs> maybe maybe sneak over the goal line maybe one time for me. So Ooh. Yeah, you know he's he's good for one of those uh, one of those or two a game. That's for sure. Ne- never um, been against the old man's strength. I think yeah. I think uh I think he's going to be good. And as far as the Dallas defense, man, they paid Ferrari money and got a Chevy Cavalier. Now, if mm. anybody drives a Chevy Cavalier, I apologize, but you're definitely paying for a Ferrari to drive a Chevy Cavalier. So I think uh, it's gonna they're gonna keep up for a while and then they're gonna peter out as always. Yeah. So um, if you're listening tomorrow, go to tssfantasy.com. Please check out our rankings. I have Brady um, this week as my number nine quarterback. Um, you know, not something I think I'd see him every week at, but definitely in this matchup against the poorest um, Dallas secondary. Now the other interesting uh, part of this matchup to me, and I think it's really interesting at where. These receivers are drafted, um, and it's we have Mike Evans, you got Chris Godwin, and you got Antonio Brown, right? So you got three good receivers. That, I feel like, is the biggest problem when it comes to owning these guys because you have, you know, you have guys that need to eat. Mike Evans need to, that he's going to be usually last year he played out be like the touchdown guy. Chris Godwin was kind of injured last year, so we we didn't get a lot out of him. Um, and you know, quite frankly, not a whole ton of Antonio Brown either. Um, so you know, like I said, this to me, I think is very interesting. I I would of course go with the higher guy if I'm looking at the three receivers. I mean, my guess would be Mike Evans would have the bigger night. Um, I do have him projected with 110 yards, and I have him with the two touchdowns. Actually, is what I have. I also have Chris Godwin having a good night as well. I actually have him leading in yards with 130 and a touchdown. Um, and then the, um, I have, I think I got Antonio Brown with about 66 uh, yards um, on the, on, in the air. Uh, and then I believe the rest was, I think the other touchdown I got to, was to Gronk. So um, Antonio Brown, I'm not so high on, um, but only because it's where he fits in this offense. I liked what I saw to Chris Godwin in the preseason. Um, and, you know, like I said, Mike Evans was their touchdown magnet. Of course, he's a big guy, and that's what it should be. So your thoughts on the Bucks receivers? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty much in agreement with you. The only thing is um, this is a contract year for Chris Godwin, so they might be forcing him the ball a little bit more. He's going to say, I'm open, and Tom's going to be like, you have four guys on you. I'm open. I'm open. But um, Antonio Brown might, I think, as the season rolls on and if Godwin's health, you know, he gets hurt, 
he's going to start stealing them catches. And and like you said, there there's Gronk. And then, oh, by the way, don't forget, we got Fournette and we got Rojo behind us. So, I mean, it's a stacked offense, which is great for actual football. But for fantasy, it might not be as well as you think it is. Um, I still still think that um, Evans is going to he's been your, he's going to be your touchdown monster. He's going to be your red, your red zone target. He's six six four over well well over two two fifteen. So uh, so so he's going to be your stud. And yeah, I I see him getting about about a hundred yards uh, TD or, or two. I think at this point in his career, Antonio Brown is more of a slot receiver, short yardage end. And a yak guy, so he's going to go go over the middle, catch those se- seven, eight yard slants, and then just chuck it up the field. So I think he may. I think he's going to get under fifty yards to start the season off, and then as the season goes on, they're going to progress, and then your deep threats are going to be uh, Evans and uh, Godwin, and then of course yeah. Gronk. So my my rankings uh, coincide to my predictions. Thank God, I will make sure I did that right. Um, Mike Evans, I have as my no, my ten, number ten receiver this week. I have Chris Godwin not too far behind him at fourteen, and then Antonio Brown all the way down at number forty eight um, this week. So um, again, we have to see how this offense plays out. That's just how I see it playing out. Could be right, could be wrong. And what's really funny is. If you're listening to us on Unhinged Radio, this is literally on Friday morning. So here we're you're hearing us predict what already happened. So I'm probably eating crow right now, which is really funny. Can't wait to hear that. All right. Um, let's yes, sir. No, I was just saying I had Brady at nine, and then I had Mike Evans at nine, and Chris Godwin at 15, and then I had Brown. Uh I don't even have him ranked in my top 40. All right. What can Brown do for you? Apparently nothing, according to Mr. Flanders. All right. Um, now, um, let's go to tight end. We talked about Gronk. I said, you know, the rest might maybe a TD to him. Um, you know, again, it's early in the season, so he's going to be – should be healthy. I talked about him in the offseason. You know, hey, it depends on what Gronk comes out. Um, you know, did he work hard in the offseason? Because I saw him last year um, when he first came – when he first was coming on getting hit – he was getting hit down low, and he was getting up like he he just he he was like, nah, I don't know, I'm not feeling this. Um, so it really just depends on how he worked in the offseason, um, how he comes back. And I'm sure with Tom and winning a Super Bowl, that might motivate him. I got him this week as my 13th um, tight end. I just don't see a ton of uh, yardage volume, but you know maybe a touchdown for him. What what are your thoughts on Gronk? I have him at uh, number 14. And I see him as a red zone vulture. Uh, and I think they're going to throw in uh, Brake. And if I'm not too uh, – I, I think they're going to throw in Brake in there. But I actually have O.J. Howard coming back, and I have him ranked at 28. I think. Oh, he's wow. Be, yeah, I think he's going to be the guy in between the 20s. And then they're going to give it to, to Gronk uh, from the 20 in. That's just my prediction. Again, we'll see Friday morning. But um, I, I, I could be right. You never know. Things feel, Stranger things have happened. I feel like I keep hearing that name, O.J. Howard. I, you know, and I just like I, I just be permiss to say, I mean, haven't we been down this road a hundred times with this? I mean, I, mm-hmm. I just don't I just can't. I can't do it. I'm not going to go down it again. I mean, it's one of those things. I even even my buddies who are big Dolphins fans, you know, they call me. They get all pumped up during the season, you know, before the season. Da, 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 da. And they're like, listen, I'm not doing this again. We're not going down this road again. 
I listen, I already know what's going to happen. I, I'm going to temper my expectations. And then if something exciting happens, then I'll be surprised, happily surprised. So, all right, let's go to the running backs. Now, you did talk about Leonard Fournette and Rojo. Um, listen, I'll be honest with you. There is nothing I like with them, um, even with their play in Dallas. I just don't like, you know, their the the running back situation there. We don't know how much of rotation we're going to see. Um, so I'm just not liking much. I got Fournette 31. Um, I got Ronald Jones 47. So I really don't see much out of the running game for this. Yeah, they're really low for me. Probably lower than it should be. Just I'm wow. just not big on that rushing attack. Where you got them at? Well, apparently I think of them much higher than you do. Um, <laughs> but the fact that it, you know, that they do split carries and um, most usually um, they go with the hot hand. Who's ever running the ball the hottest, that's when they, that gets the ball. And it's usually Rojo. Okay. Uh, so I have, with that being said, I have Rojo at 27 and I got Fournette at 34. Okay. Um, well, yeah, you think of them a little higher than I do. Much. Uh, <laughs> Fournette's, Fournette's the bruiser, you know. Uh, right. Because, dude, when when he gets when he's healthy, and he runs behind those pads, good luck. You know, it's right. like him sure. and Derrick Henry. Just good luck. Just hope and pray. And then, <laughs> of course, you, when you got uh, Rojo rolling, you know, he says uh, the head head coach over there says, "I love me some Rojo." Uh, hey, exactly. And that's why it's scary to invest in either one of these guys. It's the same with the receivers. Um, you know, it's just like hard to guess who's going to be that guy. So it's frustrating as a fantasy owner. Um, great if you're a Tampa Bay Bucks fan, of course, but tough as a fantasy owner to predict which guy is going to be the one that steps up that day. So um, that's that's what the little frustration is there with those guys. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about Dallas. Hey, TSS family, it's your boy, Greg OJ, the Juice. Are you interested in trying to beat the boys at TSS? Well, here's your opportunity. Get ready to dive in and join us in our Pick'em Juice World Fantasy Pool. And the best part, it's free. Here's the chance to win some paper and beat the crew at TSS. Sign up now on our website at tssfantasy.com. See if you can swim with the big boys. TSS Fantasy, the fantasy show of the people. All right, let's start with the Dallas offense, and we'll go with Mr. Dak Prescott. Um, So, you know, I'm high on Dak to start um, the season. You know, I heard, you know, heard me talk about that offense and, you know, they're going to do well. I'm just not I'm, – I'm a little afraid of this game for him um, and not afraid that he's going to get hurt or, you know, anything like that or he's going to have a horrible performance. I just don't think it's going to be a gangbusters one. Um, we're talking about a major injury that you're coming back from. I, I think a good example is Tua. We've – you know, we've talked – you know, of course, if you've heard me talk about Tua to death, um, but the fact is it's the same situation. You're coming back from a major injury – you just can't help but be a little timid. I don't, I, you know, it doesn't matter how much full go you get um, at practice because those guys aren't gunning for you like the guys in the other team are, especially, you know, when the game's on the line and, you know, there's, there's, there's pride, there's all kind of things. So listen, 
I I'm I'm a little nervous on about his first night out. Um, it's a big night, um, but he was gangbusters last year. I mean, before he got injured, I mean, it was impressive what Dak was doing. So I, you know, I'm kind of like in between with him, but I do have him in my top ten. So he's got a top ten rating for me, number ten, right below Brady. <laughs> Uh, for this matchup, because I do think these guys might take it back a little bit, back and forth for a little bit. What are your thoughts on Dak and where you got him ranked? Yeah, um, as an Eagles fan, <laughs> when you grow up, the first words, the first phrase that you learn is either go Eagles or go Birds, and E-A-G-L-E-E-S. The next <laughs> phrase you learn is Dallas sucks. But... <laughs> Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I apologize to all, to all of our Dallas fans. Uh, but I do love Dak Prescott. I think uh, I think Dak Prescott is a very special talent. I think uh, if once he gets his health all back together, that's that's his physical and and his emotional and his mental health. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be great because uh, physically he's fine. The knee's fine. I mean the ankle's fine. Um, I think it's now all all up in his head. Am I gonna get hurt again? Am I gonna get hurt again? And I heard from somewhere. I don't know if it was another, another show or if it was from we're talking. The theory is he's he's not stepping into the throw, so he's using his shoulder too much. So that's why he, that's how that's we think that's how he uh, incurred the uh, the uh, shoulder injury. But beyond all, all that, he's facing a tough a tough Bucks defense. So my prediction, uh, you said not too stellar. I think he goes around 275, 280 in the air. In the air. I think uh, a bulk of that's going to be going to be garbage time at the end, and maybe two and two. Yeah, um, I I forgot to put that out there. Yeah, I have him at 280 with um, I have him with two uh, touchdowns and one pick. Um, um, and then you know, of course, I um, you know, the rest of course going to be on the ground with Zeke. But um, yeah, I I think it's going to be a good night for Zach, but just not going to be that stellar night that we're used to because, as you mentioned, um, you know, you're facing a very tough um, Bucks defense. And that's interesting you say that because we will have Dr. Miller on the next show. I'm going to ask him about that because that totally makes sense to me. Um, talk about mechanics and, you know, just the nature of injuries and, you know, how your body heals and um, how you adjust to things. Um, that actually makes perfect sense what you're saying. And, um, you know, it'd be interesting to talk to Dr. Miller about that. Um, and actually very interesting to see how that had does what that does for Dak going forward this season. Which All right, like let's go. Going to the game. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's go on to the running backs. We'll talk about Mr. Zeke Elliott. Is it time for him to eat or what? Um, I, you know, last year he did, like we talked about this on our uh, preseason shows, he did pretty decent with Andy Dalton at the helm. Um, So can you imagine now with Dak there, no reason to stack the box. You know, it's going to be an open open field for Zeke again. Um, And he was having a good year also when Dak was there. 
Um, so my prediction for Zeke tonight, or excuse me, yes, for tonight, would be is 123 yards on the ground. He's going to have 40 yards in the air, and I do have him for a touchdown. That's what I have a good night for Zeke. Uh, what's your prediction for Zeke tonight, Nick? Okay, um, I do want to go back. I did have Zach, um, Zach, I'm sorry, Dak ranked, ranked at eight. Um, right now, I have uh, Zeke Elliott ranked at number 11. I just have him out of my top 10. Um, and one thing right now is, is he going to be the guy he used to be? He's got some tread on his tires. Uh, also coming into this game, they don't have Zach Martin. They're, they're number one lineman. So, again, Jason, you just mentioned he did it all. He did all that with um, Andy Dalton. He's got 99% of his line back, but uh, you're missing Zach Martin. Uh, he he's your all pro on that on that line, but I I agree with you. He'll have about in, in between ninety to one hundred and ten yards. Um, he'll maybe have maybe twenty five receiving. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess maybe a little flare out, out of the backfield, and then um, he could he could score a touchdown. But like I said, I have him at eleven. And then don't don't forget about Pollard back there. I mean, when Pollard gets what eight eight carries a game. But he's running downhill full tilt every time he gets it because he knows he don't have much ca- much opportunities. So he's going to run the ball as hard as he can. So um, they'll have a good running game uh, tomorrow night. But it's going to be Zeke all the way, 80 to 110 yards, 25 in the air, and, and a touch. All right, so I have to apologize to our listeners and um, let you guys know something. And it, I don't know if, if anyone picked up on it. Um, good catch. If not, um, I'm going to call us both out. Both of us have uh, Dak having an average kind of night, and both of us have him in the top 10. So I'm going to let you guys know now um, Dak is going to be dropping in my rankings since we were just talking about it. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go on to the receivers uh, for Dallas. Um, we got C.D. Lamb, um, you know, the up and newcomer, Amari Cooper, you know, old vet that's been there, does his thing. He's nasty. Um, and Michael Gallup, you know, he's been a lot of talk about Michael Gallup this offseason. Um, you know, we have Blake Jarwin there as well. Um, so let's go into that. I currently, um, you know, with C.D. Lamb, actually. Um, oh, and I forgot to mention Dak. Dak is my ninth running back this week. My bad. And that's actually accurate from what? Dak is what, your ninth running back? Ninth running back this week, yes. Dak Prescott. Oh, did I say Dak? I'm sorry. Yes, Zeke. Sorry. I meant I want to go back to the last thing we were talking about. <laughs> I forgot Still to mention his rank. All right, we're getting we're getting the uh we're getting this down there. <laughs> All right, so let's go to the receivers. Um and we're talking about um, you know, like I said, CeeDee Lamb, the up and comer. I have him ranked uh, probably the highest this week out of the uh, trio. I have him number twelve. Um, you know, again, I think, you know, again, stretching the field, making things happen. C.D. Lamb's going to be your guy. Um, I have Amari Cooper at 17. He's not that much farther down. I think it'd be uh, between the both of them. Um, you could see some uh, decent production. Um, and, you know, because, you know, again, Blake Jarwin is not the biggest threat at tight end. So I think you're going to see a lot more to the receivers. And I do end up having Michael Gallup down there at number 50. He just made my top 50 list. Um, so he could have have an average night, kind of like the Antonio Brown thing. It's kind of basically how I rank the uh, receivers for Dallas, basically kind of the same thing. Um, Nick, what are your thoughts on those receivers? Uh, I have about where where you are. I think 
I think it's now uh, CD's. It's only his second year, but you can clearly see the changing of the guard here. Um, Lamar is going to hand the keys, the keys over to him. Uh, he just runs those seam routes and those deep routes. Uh, he's he's awesome. Uh, they they drafted him, and Philly could have had him. He Philly could have had Jefferson and and Lamb, and they whiffed on both. But uh, CD Lamb, uh, I don't. Now we we said Dak's numbers. We said about he's getting about two eighty. So we can't say that they're going to get really high num- numbers. I'd say they each receiver. Uh, I say Cooper and uh, Lamb get in between sixty and, and eighty yards. Um, maybe one of them get, gets a touchdown. I don't think both of them will. And then uh, I have CD Lamb at ranked eleven, and I have Cooper at thirteen. Cooper is now your possession receiver. And Lamb and your and Gallup are your deep receivers. Where uh, uh, Cooper uh, Gallup only gets about maybe maybe about eight targets a game, and it gets maybe about right. five five catches. Uh, and then and then what you said back back there, uh, Jarwin. He's at this point he's really a non-factor uh, until we see something more of him. I can't we we can't really speak of him because he only played one game last year, and we saw he had twelve yards. Right. So, with that attack, uh, yeah, uh, 60 to 80 yards and one touchdown for all three receivers. Yeah, I think um, I think I, I do think one of them is going to eat. Um, and that's why I have them both kind of at least in the top 20, because I think one of those guys is going to come out of that night uh, having a huge night. Um, like I said, I, I lean towards C.D. Lamb, uh, but I don't think Amari Cooper is going to be that far off. So um, I think, you know, that's where – that's the reason why I have them ranked high because I think, you know, we talked about him having in a kind of an average night, but I think all that average night is going to go through them um, as far as receiving goes. Um, I do have Blake Jarwin, 22, like I said, not much to talk about um, with him just yet. Who knows? Might be a breakout star. We'll see. You know, we got to play this thing out a little bit because um, we are all just guessing, aren't we? Um, and going to the defense really quickly, I don't even have the Cowboys ranked. I do have the Bucks at 13. Um, but that means if you're in a 12-man league, like you should have a better defense um, because there's a quite quite better defense options this week. Um, um, like I said, this is a high-powered offense. Now, you did bring up a good point, however, with Zach Martin being out. You know, with Sue there, I mean, they could put some pressure in and make some plays happen in the defense. So, you know, that that could elevate them a bit um, and could be something to target. Um, any thoughts on Blake Jarwin or the defenses? Blake Jarwin, no, not pretty much a non-point. Sorry, Blake. Um, I'm sure we'll be talking about you at, uh, at least halfway through the season. But oddly enough, I have um, the Bucks ranked number one overall uh, because this week. Uh, this week, no, I'm sorry. Over overall, I have them ranked number one. But this week, I probably put them at at around eight, eight, eight or nine, just given the fact that the high-powered. Um, Dallas offense, but like I said, um, I don't think that the Dallas offense could overcome the Bucks defense. So I'll so I'm going to predict Bucks defense gets uh, five sacks and a fumble recovery. Yeah, um, you know, not to give too much away for tomorrow. Man, I guess somebody just drove by with a loud motorcycle. Um, mm-hmm. and not to give too much away for tomorrow, but, you know, uh, I have 49ers as my number one D. They're playing oh, yeah. Detroit. So, yeah, that's they're going to eat. Definitely. That's going to be some eating. 
All right, so let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to review some games in week one that we like and some matchups that we like going into the big weekend. We'll be right back. Hello, this is Freddie the Jester from the TSS Fantasy Crew. And I'm here to invite you clowns to my survival pool contest where the last man standing will be the king of the court. What better way to kick off the holiday season by joining my contest and winning the Jester's Ransom? Go on to our website at tssfantasy.com to join our slew of contests. And remember, we are TSS Fantasy and we are the fantasy show of the people. All right, week one is upon us, and ladies and gentlemen, I could not be more excited. Um, listen, there's some great, great matchups. Um, we're going to kind of go through some, um, see how much time we got left, but we'll go through some of the games and some things that we like in them. Um, I'm going to start, and I'll start with the Seahawks at the Colts. So this, to me, is a great fantasy matchup Some and some very interesting matchups as well. I definitely would like to see Russell Wilson and this offense and what they're what they can do with again they didn't do anything with the line that kind of struggled last year um, going against an improved Colts defense um, in Indianapolis and listen whenever you're in a football pool and I don't know if I'm the only one that does this but literally in the first week I generally unless it's a real superior team I usually tend to lean on the home teams because um, the fact of the matter is it's a big build up it's the home opener everyone's excited. Um, and, you know, we're excited for the season to start. And usually those are the teams that do well. Um, so, again, you got the comb opener with the Colts. You got to see Carson Wentz um, in this new offense. You know, we got Jonathan Taylor. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about him. Michael Pittman Jr. now could step up a lot in this. That's the guy I would look for in this particular matchup, actually, since we're talking about it. He's the guy I like here. No T.Y. Hilton. And I and, and I think they're going to have to throw the football. They're going to have to stay with Russell. They're going to be throwing the football. Um, we know this. Um, so I like my big guy in this particular matchup I like is Michael Pittman Jr. Um, Nick, is there anyone in this matchup you like? Well, yeah, I do. I, I, I like Carson Wentz. But but before I, I get into that, uh, the, the line on, on Seattle is minus two and a half. Mm. And the over-under is 50. Now, that – that's pretty good because Seattle defense is not that good. And especially on, on the road, they're, they're not the Legion of boom anymore. That, that was five, six, eight years ago. So sure. they're, they're not the defense that, that they used to be. Um, you know, you always want to, you always have the fact of the West coast team coming East of, at this point it's coming uh, to the Midwest. So, so it's halfway. Um, I expect the uh, Wentz, to put on a big show, especially at, at home, the first game, he wants to prove, hey, you you went out and got me for a reason. Uh, I do think the Colts do edge Seattle by a field goal. Yeah, I, like I said, I do like, in the game itself, I do like the Colts uh, overall to win it. All right, um, what matchup do you like? Let's give, give me a game. Let's talk about a game. What do you got? Oh, well. Uh, you Put know you what? on the spot. Let's go. Ooh, let's go to Pittsburgh at <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> Big surprise, Bob. A great, great matchup, though. Let's hear. Oh, but then I want to go to the 
Dolphins at New England. Oh, I'll be doing that one, but please go ahead. (laughs) Uh, This game, man, they got Buffalo at minus six and a half. Uh, Over-under is 48 and a half. It's going to be a – I think it's going to be a tough, tough game. Um, But I do honestly expect – you're gonna hate me. I expect Buffalo to to come out of this this game, not not by much. I I, I say by four, just because uh, they're at home. Number one, number two, they got they got they got the fans behind them. And all right, well, let, well, let's let's focus on the fantasy aspect. Who do you like in fantasy in this matchup? Oh well, in fantasy, <laughs> I I love Josh Allen uh, because if Josh Allen can't throw it, damn it, he's He's going to run it. So uh, I think he's going to have about 25 points this week. And on the other side of the ball, I'm really looking forward to see if the Steelers defense can can stop them. So yeah, indeed. Uh, I want to see Josh versus Pittsburgh. All right. So I'm going to give you a guy right now that I want everyone to take note of. He's not even in my top 50. So again, I'm going off the bank here, but you want to talk about a sleeper in this matchup, name it Emmanuel Sanders, somebody to watch out for in this matchup might want to get to the Steelers. uh, He's sneaky good. And Josh Allen is good too. So we'll see. Oh, and by the way, maybe no TJ Watt too. So there could be that factor. He's for sure playing. Okay. Playing. All right. Well, e- either way, big game. Good call on that one. I do like it. But let's stick with the fantasy side of it. All right. I'm going to go next to the Vikings at Bengals. Now, this is an interesting matchup. A lot of big fantasy stars in this. Justin Jefferson, obviously, big season last year. Jamar Chase, a lot of expectation. Want to see what's going on there. Joe Burrow coming off the injury. Want to see what happens with him. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of good matchups here. Um, if there's going to be the sneaky guy out of this one, I like Tyler Boyd. I like Tyler Boyd to be – because I think with the Cincinnati Bengals right now, they're just kind of like we're not sure who that guy is going to be. Tyler Boyd kind of didn't fit that role uh, – That he didn't fit expectations last year. I like to see him uh, bounce back this year, and I think he's going to be the receiver for game one. That's my little sneaky peek for uh, sneaky pick for this week. What's your thoughts on this game? Anyone in particular you're looking to eye up? Uh, well, you know, we, we have the fat, right? We got the Thielens, we got the Cooks, we got the Jeffersons. I want to see their new toy. I want to see how Chris Herndon fits into the offense. I want to see if he gets in the end zone. Um, I like him. I, I think, I think he'll be a, as comparable to Kyle Rudolph as, as they can get. So I'm going to look for him and I want to see if Kirk Cousins can keep can keep his head in the game throughout the entire game because he has a potential to to un, unravel. Now, he's going to get his air yards because he's got one of the best receiving cores in the game. So uh, my thing is I'm going to focus on um, Chris Herman. Yeah, that's a good call. That is interesting. It, another good, interesting. So, again, um, this is why we love fantasy. This is why I fell in love with it in the first place. I love football. I love enjoying it. I mean, again, Vikings, Bengals. Not normally a game I'd watch, but definitely going to watch it now. So much intrigue in this game. It's really interesting. All right. what? Uh, give me another game you like. Uh, let's see. Who do I – let's – oh, okay. So I'm going to steer clear of this, this one because because that was a ho- homer game. Um, let's go with the Cardinals at the Titans. 
All right, let's go with it. Who do you like in that? Who, what's somebody you like that you want to see uh, do well, or so, maybe somebody we're not thinking about in that game that you like? Oh, I'm gonna go with my tight end sleeper with Fersker. 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 He's I I I like the guy. He's he's tough. He's gritty. He's another uh, 15 yards and in guy. Um, and Arizona's defense is not that good. Um, so I think he's going to get a couple of those uh, sneaky touchdowns. And, of course, I want to see how Julio fits in his offense in, in a regular season. Uh, I think he's going to go deep. I think he's going to go big time. So uh, I'm going to take Titans big. I'm going to take them uh, by 14 all right, we're on, we're yeah the the fantasy though the fantasy we're we're moving on to that. All right, I <laughs> I like yeah again big stars in this one. This is a good matchup. Obviously, Derek Henry you got like you talked about. We can go yada 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 all day. Great great matchup for fantasy. So good call on that one as well. I'm gonna bring this one out and only because I have this person ranked in my top ten this week that you probably wouldn't think it. It's the Eagles at the Falcons. I have Jalen Hurts in my top 10 this week. And the reason why is Atlanta's offense, or excuse me, Atlanta's defense. It's not good uh, at all. Um, and and again, um, neither is Phillies. So and Atlanta's defense, Atlanta's offense, I'm getting confused so much. Atlanta's offense actually is pretty decent. So what I actually see in this game is some fantasy ding, 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 bonanza going on in this one. I like this matchup to be a good fantasy matchup for a lot of people. Jalen Hurts is the guy, though, I think in this matchup is going to run around on the turf. Um, I do. I think it's going to be a big game for him um, overall in fantasy. What are your thoughts? On the Eagles and the Falcons. Yes, sir. Let's just keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, overall, I'm interested to see – uh, Jalen Hurts. I want to see how he can run it and gun it, and see if see if he can put some put some points on the board. Because, like you said, um, the Falcons' defense is uh, almost non-existent. Just as Tom Brady. So, uh, I think the biggest point scorer in this game is going to be Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to have right. about twenty-six points. I like it. I like it. All right, um, we don't have much time, but I do want to talk about real quick. We're going to the 4 o'clock games real quick. Let's talk about this juicy America's team, Miami Dolphins, going up to the New England Patriots to the new Mac, newly crowned Mac Jones. Listen, I have watched America basically sway. I watched uh, good. Mo- I've been watching Good Morning Football every morning, and they're like Tua, the Dolphins, Brian Flores, and this and that, and they make a change in New England. And I watched it the other day, and all of a sudden Miami's out of the playoffs. A what playoffs after one playoffs. switch to a QB quarterback? Are you freaking joking me? So. Um, but anyway, let me get past that in this matchup. Fantasy wise, let me get back to the fantasy. Here we go. It's my fault. I do like to see, I do, I do want to see Jalen Waddle. I think he might have a really good game in in this matchup because there's no Will Fuller. You still have Parker there. He's going to be the guy that's going to stretch the field for you and be that big target. And we have tons of speed with Albert Wilson, all of that. I love Jalen Waddle in this game. And I also like Mike Isecki. We're going to see the Dolphins win big in this one. That I am going to just say real quick. All right, what are your thoughts on this game? You wanted to bring it up earlier. 
I did. I did. You know, um, and and you stole my guy, too. I was going to talk about Gesicki, but that's fine. I have others. No, no problem. The one guy I want to see is everyone's super sleeper, Jacoby Myers. I want to see what Jacoby Myers brings to the table. I want to see him against Xavier Howard. I want to see that matchup right mm. there. And then nice. I want to see my super sleeper, Ramondre Stevenson. I want to see what he can do uh, split in time with uh, Damian Harris. So that's so those are the matchups I want to see. I want to see Jacoby Myers. I want to see how well this boy is. Yeah, so that's I, interesting. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no. So I think he'll he'll at least uh, Myers. I think he'll get maybe twelve to sixteen points, and uh, we can give uh, Stevenson eight points. I think that's way too much. I think Howard's going to lock his ass down. So I don't think we got much to worry about that at all. Um, and let's real quick, we'll go to, I mean, the one. there's two really good matchups. The Sunday night's good with the Rams and the Bears. We don't have much time, but um, I just wanted to get to the actual the Ravens matchup. And the reason why is um, I actually have Lamar Miller, again, or excuse me, Lamar Jackson, don't want to give too much away, as my number one QB this week. Going against that Raiders team, we don't know much about them, but they don't seem like much of a threat. And I like Lamar to go crazy in this particular matchup. Um, so that's that's my final thoughts on the Monday Nighter. Um, Nick, any thoughts on the Monday Night game? Anybody you're interested to see in that? Uh, there's going to be two stars in this this game, other than um, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, and Darren Waller, because that's all offense that each team has it goes to the quarterback and it goes to the tight end who is who is david carr throw, throwing to brian Edwards right. and henry rugg sir drops a lot so again it's it's gonna go through uh Derek carr and it's gonna go through darren waller and as far as and on their side of the ball it's jackson and edwards because bateman's out Okay, and then they don't have any other receivers. So, so what? What about just real quick? You don't think Gus Edwards? I, I think he's going to might have a decent game as well. I mean, he is their only option. So, what you know? What do you do? You think he's going to have a decent game? Uh, I think he will if they get far enough down towards the goal line. All right. Well, you're not. Where do you I do you have? The Ravens him? got a much better defense than uh, than Las Vegas. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's why I think Gus Edwards actually might have a better day um, because I do see the Ravens probably jumping out on them early um, and then their defense just kind of picking um, car apart the rest of the game and then setting them up basically to run the football the rest of the game. I mean, that's just kind of like the formula that might be set up. Um, But that's why I have Lamar high, because, again, who do they run through mostly is him. So um, I think he benefits from that also, even though it is a more end up being a ground control, you'll probably end up seeing him running the ball quite a lot too. Um, so I like that. I like that matchup for him overall. Um, and if Carr can, you know, work out some magic, then Lamar might have to pull some things out too. So that'll be, it'll be fun to watch and interesting to watch. Plus when you're in fantasy, who doesn't love the Monday night miracle? I mean, if you don't love the Monday night miracle, I don't know what's wrong with you. All right, so let's take one final break for our last contest. The last time we're playing these damn commercials. So the last time you got here. Last one. Here we go. Hey, football fans. 
Do you think you got what it takes to win our money? This is Nick at You Got Flander from TSS Fantasy. Go to tssfantasy.com and enter our free contest. Go to Vision Coaching and Consulting Ultimate Team Challenge. Submit your ultimate fantasy lineup. There are no drops, there are no ads, and winner takes all. Half PPR scoring applies. All entries must be submitted by the kickoff of week one for your chance to win our $300. It's literally that easy. Enter today. And remember, we are the fantasy show of the people. That's right, TSS family. We appreciate you. And I just want to be permiss to say there's a couple of things I had to close out tonight with. We are now on YouTube, so if you'd like to check us out, go to TSS Fantasy on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Um, You know, that's something new. I didn't want to advertise it yet, so we're just getting used to the technology. Um, So, again, uh, my bad on that. And, again, today is the last day. Go to TSSFantasy.com and enter. We have four contests. Why not? Take a shot at it. You play the lottery. It's the same thing. Who knows what might happen? It'll be fun anyway, regardless, because it's just fun to play games. And, you know, hey, if you can win some money off it, the better. All right, I want to close out tonight, too. I wanted to give a quick shout-out to a friend of the show, DJ Prophet. He does a lot, lots of good stuff for us. Um, you know, he does little intro songs for us. But I'm going to close out tonight uh, tonight with uh, his song he made for our draft. I played it on the last show. It was kind of abrupt. Um, so I just want to know where it was coming from. Our, our theme was The Boat. Um, and he made us a cool song to go with it. So let's close out tonight. Due respect to DJ Prophet. We appreciate you, and we are out. Do, do, do. We're on a mission, on a mission, We're on a mission, on a mission, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.